What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's up? What's up, what's up? It's Johnny. Johnny King. You know, I like going to to parties. <laughs> I like to party. I like uh, dancing. I like going to concerts. I love listening to music. Alexa, off. I like it when Alexa listens to me. I usually do have music going on. Pretty much every day, all day, every day, unless I, I'm intentionally creating space to meditate or to, to be quiet and to think. A lot of times I like to fill the fill the air with music. And I say that because, you know, I like to, like I said, I like to get out. I like to meet people. I'm, I'm in many ways an extrovert, but in some other ways I'm an introvert. And I was talking to a buddy of mine just recently, and he was just saying like, dude, I'm struggling just struggling with kind of feeling depressed at times. And I was like, tell me how that shows up. He's like, man, I don't even want to like, there's days I don't even want to go out of the house. I don't even like, there's even some days I don't want even want to get out of bed. Just so unmotivated. <clears throat> and he says he, he kind of vacillates between depression and, and kind of crippling anxiety. I'm like, yep, I hear that. Um, I tend to, I tend to feel more stress about the future. So I feel more anxiety, uh, than I do about feeling depressed and, and, uh, focusing on the past. I really focus on <laughs> me personally, mo- more on the future than the past, <clears throat> but everyone's different, right? The goal being that we stay present in the moment. Now, you know, uh, I was talking to another buddy. You know, there's a lot of us, we, we feel similarly and uh, we just don't vocalize it. So I love the fact that I have the, the space as well as the, the friendships that I have of, of guys who are willing to, to be open and, and vulnerable about the challenges that they're working through. <clears throat> but most guys will, they'll keep it to themselves um, and they won't say anything until it gets so bad. And then they'll say, oh, I wish I would have opened up more. I wish I would have vocalized it or asked for help when I needed it, but you know, when you're in the, when you're in the shit, a lot of times, last thing you want to do is actually reach out and ask for help. So I'm grateful to have these friendships of guys that are open and honest and vulnerable and emotionally aware and emotionally intelligent. And, uh, this other buddy, like I said, I was talking to, he's like, dude, I, I always feel kind of like this social anxiety. Like I, I, I want to go out. I know it'd be good for me. And yet a lot of times I, I fall back into old patterns and I feel like I just stay home and I just hang out by myself. I stay isolated. I watch Netflix, I video game, whatever, whatever guys do. But, uh, this in particular friend was in particular friend, this friend in particular was saying, 
you know, that he he just knows that if he keeps facing it, he says, I'm looking forward to the day when I no longer have that anxiety of going out. And I was like, tell me more about this. He's like, well, every single time I get an invite or I have plans, there's a part of me that says, you know what? I want to cancel. I want to bail. I want to just stay home and stay by myself, even though he knows that going out and being with people and, you know, (laughs) going to a concert or listening to music or going to a restaurant, whatever the case might be, that he'll feel so much better. You know, and, and it's similar to like, a lot of us intellectually know this as it relates to even fitness, exercise. We know we'll feel better once we start moving, but it takes effort. And I feel this way too, even though I'm an extrovert anyway, in many ways, and I get kind of filled up and energized by being with people. There's also a part of quote unquote being on, you know, um, making small talk, which I don't necessarily love, um, you know, talking, talking people up <sighs> gets exhausting, right? I think we can all probably feel that way. Maybe not all of us, but the vast majority of us. Some people just love it. They just love to work the room. But a lot of times those people are, I've noticed, are people who are somewhat insecure and they just love for everyone to know them. And so they work a room over real fast. But they don't actually go real deep with anyone. They just kind of skim the surface with everyone. So anyways, that's 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 for a whole 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 other podcast conversation. But going back to my buddy, I said, you know what, honestly, man, if I if I can offer you my two cents worth, just my opinion, he's like, Yeah, sure. I was like, I would not set up that expectation that the resistance that you feel whenever you think about going out or you get invited to a party or you make plans and then, you know, an hour before going out, you actually think you want to bail and just stay home in your sweatpants and drink wine and watch Sex in the City. Rather than thinking that you're going to get over that someday, I would not, I would not think that you're going to get over it one day. It's counterintuitive. He's like, yeah, say what? I was like, see, expectations are really only used as a measuring stick in which to gauge failure. So if you let go of the expectation that someday I'm never going to have this, I'm going to get beyond this, I'm not going to have this resistance to going out and this social anxiety, then, and, and maybe just accept that it's, that, that it's just a part of, <laughs> you know, the resistance of life, that you actually give it less power because what what will end up happening if you if you if you actually set yourself up that ex, with that expectation that well oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna eventually get to a day and a time where I don't feel that sense of anxiety, then the reality is that it might actually always be there, and this like I was saying to this buddy I'm like chances are you might actually get even more frustrated with yourself because you're expecting to get over it when. That might not be the case. Like how many musicians, uh, actors have I read about personally who still get, you know, like that, the, the pre-concert jitters or they still throw up and they've been professionals <laughs> singing in front of 50,000 fans or more 
for years, if not decades, and they still get that level of like excitement and energy, which they, some of them move into like throwing up and some of them move that into like excite, excitement energy, right? So that's what I was telling him. I was like, instead of thinking that one day you're going to get beyond it, just recognize that that's going to come up and that way it doesn't surprise you, you know, and doesn't frustrate you. It just is what it is. You just don't give it a whole lot of power and you just move through it anyways. Because I know for myself, and, and he said it too, like every single time there's like a lot of, like whether it be a little bit of resistance or a lot of resistance, but I push through it and I show up and I go to that party or I go to that function or I show up and I go to that seminar or whatever the thing is that I don't really want to do or there, you know, there's part of me that doesn't really want to do it, I'm always so grateful. And the more I've talked to people about this, they're like, oh, me too, me too. So I think it's one of those things where you just have to say yes to life. Now, you do have to obviously, <laughs> and this is this is the slippery slope. Like, we can convince ourselves like, oh, I need some, I need a mental health evening. I need some time by myself. And there is totally time for that. But if you start to realize that your, <laughs> that your fallback, that your status quo is staying home, pouring a glass of wine and watching Sex in the City every night, I'm saying that facetiously. I know a lot of women who've done in the past. Not so many guys. Totally cool if you do that as a guy. But I'm just, I'm making, I'm making funny. But whatever you're doing to stay home and stay comfortable versus get out of your comfort zone and get out there, that that, that kind of like social anxiety or that behavior kind of giving into that resistance gets stronger if you keep succumbing to it, right? And not only that, People around you who you have said, hey, I'm coming, and then you're like, oh, something came up, or I'm not feeling well, or whatever. Like, if that, those are legitimate excuses, then, or, or like, not excuses, but just facts. If you're not feeling well, then you stay home, right? Um, seems like nowadays you just sneeze once and everyone thinks you've got COVID, so you better stay home. But that's besides the point. But if it's not a, a you know, a factual excuse or reason, for bailing, then you have to be really, really honest with yourself that you don't use what I call chicken exits where we kind of slip our way out of our, uh, what we say we're going to do because that deteriorates, you know, and chips away at our self-esteem and our word. And if you aren't in alignment with your word, people start, uh, really start to expect less of you. They don't trust you. They don't, uh, they can't count on you. And that's a whole bigger issue. So I would say if you deal with social anxiety, if you deal with like uh, nervousness, even if you're going to a party or going to a function, a work thing or whatever, just know that so many people deal with this too. It's just maybe one of those things that just, it's just part of life. It's that resistance to getting up and getting getting out and going to the gym or you know, doing whatever the things that we need to do that, that we know would be beneficial, but it takes more effort than staying home. You know what I mean? So we will always, again, do more to avoid pain than we will to gain pleasure, right? So 
even in, in the idea of going out with people or having to be socially on and put on a smiling face or even just to change clothes and take a shower and shave and if that all that stuff takes effort and that creates resistance in you, just, just know that it's natural to want to kind of avoid that because that's like that effort sometimes, especially when you're tired or it's been a long week or a long day. I get it. But the more often you step into that resistance and through it, the happier you'll become, the easier it'll be to overcome that, just to understand that that's just part of it. Rather than expecting that someday you'll get through that, and you won't feel those feelings. Because that, I think, is unrealistic. That might happen, possibly. Because if you just keep stepping through it, so that that anxiety doesn't even come up at all anymore, because you're so, well, then you may not experience it, but that's because you're saying yes to life. That doesn't mean, like I said, you go out every single night, and you say yes to every single thing. But I'm just saying things that you know you, you will feel better afterwards. Just realize that that is part of the whole thing. So, if you like to party, just like I like to party, in whatever definition that means for you, it's cool. But do realize that sometimes <laughs> the older we get, the more stuck in our ways we can we can be as well. And be real cautious because that's where, you know, they, they come up with the whole saying that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I think that's uh, that's BS. You've got to be willing to continue to raise your standards and to expect more of yourself. Uh, and and some of that is stepping into the uncomfortableness of putting yourself in new scenarios that will stretch you and evolve you. So that's what this whole podcast is about. That's what this whole mission for me is about. It's not just about, um, you know, becoming our best versions of ourselves. It's also about how in being that way, it affects those around us and our environment, our communities, our families, our friends. It's because we're staying in integrity with our word. And if we say we're going to be there, then you're there. And if you need to renegotiate because you really are under the weather, then renegotiate that. But do not fall victim to just being the guy who never shows up or always bails just because it's easier to stay home than it is to put yourself out there and and let your light shine. Be that king. Till next time, thank you for listening. Alexa, resume Spotify. Looking forward to uh, catching up with you on the next episode. I'm going to go party. Enjoy the day, man. Cheers. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, 
connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.